going on y'all how y'all doing this episode two hey we here we are here yeah we made it i mean you know you do one episode gotta do another and another and another going back and another. to back yeah big drink big <laughs> <Drake> energy <laughs> feels like it right now we need it we need it during this pandemic gotta have it yeah so today's topic is Self care, um, self love, or self or self love. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Same they thing. Yeah. They do go hand in hand, and that's not a pun for anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> you. why did we even want to talk about self-love? Let's start there. I, I mean, I'm going to take a stab. I feel like maybe just to define how that looks or how we show up for it in our own lives mm-hmm. and how that could look if it's not appearing in some people's lives right now. So, yeah, I think it's a great point of discussion. Yeah, and with relationship insurance, I think uh relationship with yourself is really important before you, you know, you go outward. So Right. A lot of damaged souls out here jumping yeah. into relationships and doing more damage. So mm. I think at that point, you know, it's just gotta look at yourself in the mirror and just, you know, ask yourself like, do you love yourself? You know what I mean? Like mm. it's a rhetorical. I looked up the definition of it just because I wanted to, you know, come prepared and oh, he was ready, bro. get that. I had, you know, off rip. You know what I mean? You got to go dictionary.com and hey. just look everything up. Okay. So what I, what I found is that, you know, basically it's the regard of one's own well-being and happiness chiefly considered as a desirable rather than a narcissistic characteristic. So what to me, that means basically you are taking care of yourself, right? That doesn't necessarily mean you're putting yourself before others, but you're being conscious of, you know, what it means to be cautious with the the decisions that you make that will ultimately affect you as a, as a person. So when I when I read that definition, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, how do you guys feel about it? Well, I guess, like, I think about when, well, I guess it's more of a question, right? Like, when were we, were we always, like, aware of, like, self-love? Like, were we always, like, taught that that's something that we should cultivate? Like, is that, I'll just say, like, for me, like, I grew up in the church, you know, very, like, Bible-based, like, background. And so, um one of the biggest principles is like the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so I felt like, you know, there's always been the emphasis on love God and love your neighbor. But like um, the fact that it says love your neighbor as yourself, I think it also means that you got to love yourself. I mean, um, so I feel like and, and 
not just love yourself in kind of just any way, just like that's a high regard. So basically treating others how you want to be treated, caring for others how you want to be cared for. Um, but I didn't really step into the fullness of that until later in my life, maybe like these last three, four years, maybe even like more specifically like last year, I feel like I was like more dedicated to it. And so, um, and I think, you know, as I'm gonna be honest, it's like as a, as a man, like sometimes I see, I see certain ideas promoted, like whether it's like social media or like television, just like media in general. And it can be like about beauty and self-care practices and self-love. And I think at a different time, my first reaction was just like, oh, that's not really for me. Like, like that's probably more geared towards women. It's, you know, it's not, I never felt like I could internalize and have my own kind of self-love and self-care process and all that stuff. And all, all these practices to kind of like cultivate that relationship. Um, but I realized that I think at some point I really needed to get to know myself and understand myself better. Like just showing up in the world is like, however, like with not, without real true knowledge of who I am and like true understanding of what, of who I want to be in the world and how I show up. I think I had to take intentional time for that. Like, um, and so with knowing myself, I think sometimes we do it just to see like, Sometimes we do it just to see, like, okay, I know myself. Am I going to attract a career now? Am I going to attract a partnership? Am I going to attract all these great things? But I feel like, um, you know, I think seeing self-love itself as the reward, like getting to love yourself is, you know, instead of just chasing the bag, realizing you are the bag, like things like that. Like you are the thing that you, you are, you're the one that you're really looking for. So I feel like, um, I it's hasn't been to like maybe like the last maybe five years of my life that I really realized that and try to like take that seriously and, and personalize it for myself. So yeah. How about you guys? Wait a minute. So you said something yeah. that I thought was really cool. You said you are the bag. Ooh. Can you go in can you can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the title of this episode? Yeah. Like what's what's up? <laughs> I am the bag. Um <laughs> You know, I think uh, I think for what that might mean for me is just that the relationship I have with myself is how I is, again, kind of like what I said earlier, that's replicating the, re the relationship I cultivate with others. So if I'm not actively caring for myself, if I'm not actively listening to my own body, to my own needs, like how am I going to prioritize someone else's? And, and it's like, um a lot of times we sh it, it, there's never really a balance like it's like it's either we like over consume for ourselves and like completely shut people out or like over give for everyone else and you're left with nothing you're super depleted at the end of the day but i think um proper self-love in its right place is realizing the value in who you are the value in your own identity the value in your own gifts and talents but just really just your existence like you know just not even just tied to all these external things but just your own existence the fact that you're here the fact that you're alive the fact that you have breath in your body like all these things are worth celebrating all these things are worth showing up for and like loving you know like taking care of your own heart your own needs your own mind your own mental health your own 
physical well-being you realize that um cultivating that relationship to yourself and like viewing yourself in a healthy way that permeates throughout all the other relationships you end up having in your life so you know i feel like that's what it that's what being the bag means to me like you know not looking or depending on these other things to to fill me up but knowing that i have everything that i need to just be who i need to be so yeah it's funny because like i felt like i used to feel like uh self-love was you know sort of being selfish you know i think those two things can kind of um cross a bit if you overdo it but i think that if you really care enough about the people around you you're going to be caring about yourself too what i mean by that is you know they tell you you know an airplane like you know the you know what what are the oxygen things fall down you got to yeah, put, put your mask, mask put your mask on first before you help others so that's how i kind of see self-love is throwing that oxygen oxygen mask on and you know helping yourself so that you can be strong enough for others um personally i think for me i used to be in a space where i was always kind of doing things for others and not really um you know being mindful of how i was feeling you know just grinding just you know trying to get get things accomplished and you know worrying about my family my friends and and things like that and not really putting myself first i'm thinking i'm putting myself first because i'm i'm trying to accomplish this big this these many goals that i have but in, in in the midst of all that i'm just i'm tiring myself out i'm not checking in with myself i'm uh i'm lost so how did did you guys ever feel like a time like you know in your lives or where you didn't feel like you were at your best giving yourself self-love like or did how did you guys come into understanding self-love i think there's this thing of like self-denial um where you realize maybe that there are things that you might want to do for yourself in the simplest form right like there might be things that you want to do for yourself but you do feel the need and compassion to overextend for the need of others um i think for me how it shows up is taking some alone time for me but also communicating that so it doesn't affect others and a big thing i kind of wanted to then transition to is kind of discussing because you mentioned that it does intersect with being selfish and i'm curious because it is a buzzword like self-care self-love i wonder if if it can be an excuse of like just being lazy like hey like i'm not going outside for like two weeks like self-care or self-love like I guess that's for each person to define what that may look like and their truth to it. But yeah, I want to hear y'all thoughts. Sorry if I like twisted your question. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Uh, man, I feel like um, I did, like I said, like I didn't really start. Like I said, like my moniker for 2019 was self-care was tw was self 2019. And the reason I set that for myself was because I wasn't, I got to a point where, you know, I, I, you know, got my, got, I was, I was 
coming upon major transitions in my life. And I felt like I had burnt myself out to get to that point. So I'm like, okay, like I don't have to worry about money too much. I don't have to worry about, you know, all these things that we normally worry about. So I spent that year just making sure that I was good mentally and being selfish a little bit, not to the, to kind of take the the negative connotations like out of that term. I was just, you know, at that time I was alone, I was single. So I sometimes I would go to spa by myself, you know, like I would go, uh, you know, get a massage or like, you know, I would treat myself to the movies or just do things that I felt like could recharge myself. So that's my idea of self-care is just a recharge, you know, and sometimes I wonder if I'm only implementing self-love when I feel like I need it and not mixing it in with my everyday routine. So that's where I'm trying to get to where it's like self-care becomes like um, an instinct. Yeah, I I guess now that you're in a relationship, like how does that change? Like getting your self-love um, while being in a relationship? Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> Set the tone, boy. <laughs> the, the phone and the quick phone of friend. <laughs> Take us where we need to go. That's a great. That's a great. Um, well, first of all, I, I actually relate to a lot of what you're saying, Drew. Um, even as even in regards to last year being like a total self care year, like so I I was in prep for the episode, like or for recording. I mean. Um, I was going through some notes on my phone and I remember like at the beginning of last year, um, January, I just wrote this, this quick note and it says, express yourself, empower yourself, embrace yourself, repeat, multiply. And so I kind of just like use that to set the tone for like, that's what my self-love and self-care is going to look like for this year. And I think reflecting on it, like, I don't remember exactly what was going through my head that day when I wrote it down, but like, I can imagine that like, I, if I remember correctly, just the timeline of my own life, like I was coming out of probably spaces where I didn't feel like I could do those things. I didn't feel like I could embrace myself. I didn't feel like I could empower myself or maybe not, maybe not that I couldn't, but more so that I just wasn't doing it to the level that I could. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I probably wasn't expressing myself and like, you know, sh not showing up as my full self because like I'm used to showing up for others and giving and kind of self betraying, you know, like secretly knowing that like, I don't want to, I don't want to overextend this much, but here I am, you know? So it's like <clears throat> in a, in a relationship, um, I think you realize that just, you can get, you can get, you can face, you know, some level of exhaustion and it, it's not that it's not that you're you're tired of showing up for your partner or just like not you're not your exhaustion is not a necessarily an expression of, a, you know, your lack of love, or your lack of quality of love. It just can be that um, you have, you know, it's like you have driven these miles and, you know, you got to fill the tank back up for yourself. And I think, um, I think especially when we start relationships out, like when we get into kind of like when we're in kind of like newer relationships, I think we can kind of like 
that's I think that's when our energy is at the highest, right? Like we want to like pour in. I want to show you the whole tour. Like I want to show you exactly who I could be. Like I could drop fifty every night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could drop fifty every night, icing my knees. Like after the turn that mic up, turn that mic up. <laughs> and so, but you don't realize that, like, in and the thing is, you enjoy doing it too. Like when, for the person who's like giving giving you know reciprocating your energy it's like it's good it's fun there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with it i think it's just like sometimes you just get to the moment where you just realize wait a minute i'm out of gas like what's going on like and it, it can kind of just happen in a moment you don't anticipate it's just like wait a minute what's what's you know so like i think uh i think it's for me it's about cultivating some kind of balance like i want to give this much time and i want to nurture um my relationship i see it as a responsibility i see it as a priority so like you know i do want to give my time i do want to give my energy but i also know that i need to do that for myself too and if i'm not doing that for myself i'm not going to show up for my relationship in the best way i can like i'm not going to show up for work the best way i can you know i'm not going to show up for anything so like i do need to take and you know for me i'm like i'm an only child so I am really used to being alone and I'm like I've gotten to a point where I can just fully embrace that like I can like I really love my space like I really just love it and it doesn't mean I don't enjoy company or quality or quality time it's just that if I'm not if I'm not how I recharge is more so just within my own space and if I'm not getting enough time to do that then I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to give the best that I can to my relationship um, not that I don't want to, it's just it's just not happening. So I think that's how I how I try to maintain a balance of self-love and relationship love at the same time. Do you feel like that's something that women understand? That men like we need that that recharge, that that refill of self-love. Phone a friend. I, I can take. I can take that if you don't want to take it. <laughs> Dre. Yeah. Well, I don't want to generalize it there, right? Uh, we're not generalizing. This is safe space. All right. Cool. Um, I don't we can, know. We can mold I, the I, question a bit. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I'd love to hear uh, just multiple opinions from women from that. Um, nah, we're not. We're not asking about women. We asking okay. how we feel if women are able to do that. Yeah, Kurt, like you want? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I just, it's just like yeah, Kurt. So how do you feel? Kurt? I, I don't know. I don't know if I got an answer for that. I think that's well, the I, I, I do. I, I think I have an answer. Like, so what I've noticed is uh, answering his own question. I okay. Sometimes you got to throw the alley to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just catch it into off the backboard. Ain't off the backboard. <laughs> But so I'll, I'll answer. Maybe you guys can kind of chime in on this. But I feel like when I was alone in 2019, that sounds lonely. Right? When I was alone, when I, was alone. <laughs> <laughs> I found the time to make. You know, my, I found I found I was able to make more time for self care. And. Prior to that, when I was in a relationship, I felt like I didn't have enough time for self-care just because I felt like I had to include my partner in that. 
and you know it's cool it looks nice for the gram if you decide to post it like oh my god like i'm with bay at the spa self-care uh, but sometimes you know especially i'm an only child too i enjoy my own time and i think just as a man like our definitions of self-love and self-care might be different i don't know um but what i find is that there's certain things that i might enjoy that my partner probably you know might might not so i need those things you know what I mean? Like, and just have to understand <laughs> why you laughing, bro. <laughs> so I guess to clarify my question is just how do we fit in in a relationship like our partners while we're have while we're on our journey of self-love and self-care? Yeah, I think I could help you here. I feel like so I think what you're asking is that when you have the responsibility of something to show up to, like a relationship, um, how do you still carve that time? And I think the equalizer for me would be just like communicating like, hey, like on Saturdays, I might just want a day to myself. So I did that in my thing. It was, I said, hey, I just want to close on Sundays. So like Sunday, just to myself. You can communicate to me if you know you want to, but it's it's gonna be pretty low fi and that was just a time for me to like see the town and explore a bit just for me, you know, I just needed a day to like recalibrate because I found that I was meeting the needs of like work, two jobs, and like family and keeping up with all the things that I wanna stay focused on. I didn't have enough time to just do things that I enjoyed. So that worked for me, but it doesn't have to be that drastic. I feel like I had a limited amount of time back then, but I think it could be something as like, hey, like I wanna make some time to do certain things for me. Um, and I'll check in with you after. And I want you to do the same thing too. Yeah, I think uh, I think how for me to not be like completely selfish is to like kind of reiterate that you want you want your partner to also be taking their time to enjoy their own life. Like, like I think um, that was something I really always thought about. Like, even when I was like new to the relationship, like you know, I want you to have your own. <laughs> your own practices, your own self-care practices, your own self-love practices, your own community, your own friendships, your own spaces to like, to unwind. And um, it doesn't have to be so dependent on the relationship to provide everything, you know, like, cause it's just not realistic at the end of the day. And like, um, there's some things you may need that I can't provide. And there's some things I, I may need that you can't. And it's like, it's not, it's not a testament to the quality of <clears throat> the quality of our relationship. It's just, it's just, it's just who we are as humans. Like we can't expect everyone to be everything to us. And, um, for, yeah, I think, you know, I think it's just, I think it's carving out the time, making them inclusive and it like letting them know, like, I love to like, one of my self care practices is going on walks. Like I love to just like walk in the park alone. And so like, I may not be like super on my phone when I'm doing that, but I'll take pictures and be like, Hey, here's some pictures from my walk. You know, like here's a video of something I saw. And so like, you know, I think it's, it's in those ways where it's just like, 
hey i'm not like shutting you out i'm not forgetting you i'm still you're still like on my mind but i i, I do need this time to kind of like come down or like unwind or just like give my you know fill myself up real quick so you know i think it's i think it's about finding the balance that works in your relationship like not everyone's gonna rock with the clothes on sundays it's that was futuristic. That was a futuristic concept. I was just yeah. Like, was, yeah, maybe twenty years from now we could do clothes on Sundays, Dre. Yeah, I was I was uh, very twenty twenty five with it. Uh, <laughs> eight, twenty twenty eight. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, looking back at it, I think. So all right, let's rewind for a bit. I think when we look at self love, self care, I believe that we're looking at sustainable models, right? Like, all right, I can drop 50 every night, but how do I sustain this? And that's through rest, that's through all the things that you may need just for yourself, whatever you want to define it as. And so when we don't get those things, it's like oil change, right? Like when you don't get those things, your car is gonna like mess up. It's not gonna run the same, but if you give yourself time to create self-love, self-care you'll be more sustainable so i think for me when i think about like the one day at that time i was working two jobs and like you know feeding a relationship or catering to a relationship it just seemed like a lot like i don't know how i was doing it thinking about it now but i did it and i needed the one day just to like reset sundays in my household was always like when I lived with my family, it was very like lo-fi. Like you didn't really go out many places. Like you went to church. You know, I, I always remember my mother's like gospel music playing, like the food cooking on the pot, you know, like that's just like how it was. I never had like many plans until like I started like shooting and had like a, a voice of my own. But yeah, I, I wanted to reset it like that a bit too, coming into a new era and chapter for myself um, was kind of drastic. We'll say that it was very there, but maybe models will look like that. I think that not to get too much off topic that we are in a detached space um, and maybe people will feel more comfortable say, hey, like let's do a half a day where we don't talk like i'll hit you at 12 you know hit me if you need something or if something's pressing i'm here but like catch you at 12 you know half day this is my availability one, <laughs> one to ten one to ten i start work at one um, to ten let's go part-time <laughs> give me part-time hours on sunday yo like you know, i just want to close i just want to close I'm close early <laughs> yeah you have to work on sunday though but, you know <laughs> but I, I want to throw it right back to you, Dre, uh, because I don't think it, I don't think it is off topic. Do you feel like a lot of people are detached because they're not cultivating their own self love? Yeah, I, I think that there's. Well, as I research and develop so much, I think detached is cool. You know, we look yeah, at right, so like, like how do you define like detached? Like, what is detached to you? just removed, like not really, really, you can show up and be present for things and show that you care, but generally 
you're not, you're very loose with everything. So you're not, can you sustain showing up and communicating? Can you sustain showing up and just being there, like communicating your needs, whatever, like actively consistently. I think that we don't live in that era right now. And I think it was always cool, me in the public school in the Bronx, like the kid who was just like, I don't care. It was just like, all right, like, yeah, like, I don't care. I like that. These are like early examples how I feel like this detachment theory started or like even in like hip hop culture, like not being, Drake says it. She say that she loved me. I told her that I'm sorry. I only love my bed and my mom. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like that's detached, you know, like it's, oh, I love you. Oh no. Like, oh, there's, there's so many like memes about that. But I just wonder, like, if we don't care about anything, if we don't want to communicate with anyone, like, where are we really going? And I, it starts to become a game where we manipulate the system for it to work in our favor. Like, all right, like, I got to play the detached card with the detached card. I can't be super attached. And um, this person is super avoidant and detached. So there's, like theories of how to like work the system and that just creates further like isolation from what we really want and uh, yeah that's that's just a brief synopsis working on my TED talk uh, no it's <laughs> that's strong I think uh yeah but the thing is like yeah it's not cool to care that whole it's not cool to care kind of thing is like kind of really popular and um but yeah, I'm really fascinated of, of where that comes from. Like, I'm I'm like fascinated if that has to do with a lack of is like are we making up for some kind of lack when when we detach like or just like because I think it's it's kind of an image thing too. It's just like if I I think all right, I think there's a fair vulnerability. Like I think we I, I think we kind of touched on that in the first episode, right? Like. There's a fear of vulnerability. And so vulnerability will confirm that confirm I don't know, like it, it might like our our fear of showing up like kind of like lessens our status or our our the allure of whatever it is. And and now everything is so image based. Everything is so Instagram, Twitter, TikTok based. Like so there's all these there's all these images of what we should be so we can't present ourselves as too available or too emotionally available or too uh and you know no one's saying you know overgive and no one's ever saying you know over show up beyond what your capacity is but i think like can we can we uh f can, like can we like maintain our own self-love our own self-care practices and still allow ourselves to be vulnerable to be vulnerable with other people and just be open and honest i think you can i think i feel like people are scared and yeah. i think when we look at the i don't care that's really like i'm hurt or like i'm like not fully healed yeah it's, you're not fully healed and need is not being met so you say i don't care like that's just easy like i don't get what i want like all right, i don't care like whatever like it's but all these things are like 
I didn't really see it until I was talking to someone about like dating and they're like, this is like, I don't date. They said they don't date because it's all full manipulation. I don't want to be manipulated. And I was like, wow. wow, like this is so true. Like all this stuff is manipulation. Like maybe bring you in when they need a certain need, when someone needs a certain need and then step back when, you know, they kind of got that and then it, like no guarantees. So it's pull and play, pull and play. and that doesn't do much for the long-term scale of things if that's what people want but even in just dating habits it's like poor dating habits it's 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 not good and i think we have to get honest with ourselves before entering a space like am i in a place to be dating or am i in a place to hurt other people with my habits and communication yeah, I think I think uh, just bringing up like, you know, social media and the effects of, you know, what that is on, you know, relationships, friendships, all of that, like it does look cooler to not care. You know what I mean? Like you might see some posts about people like bragging about like, yo, like shorty, shorty liked me, but, you know, I don't really, really care. Like, you know, something to that effect. Right. It just looks it looks cooler. It looks more, you know, relatable, you know, even we're in this, uh, this, this time where, you know, a guy like Drake or a guy like Future are, you know, artists similar to that, are, you know, talking about, you know, how they have similar, they have multiple love interests or they have, you know, uh, they can, they can get who, they can get whoever they want or not kind of being um, authentic in a way where you're, showing how you really really feel like no one walks around not caring all the time like that's crazy so we i feel like we've kind of gotten to a space where like that looks more appealing like i don't know when i don't know how like i don't know if it's the music or i don't know if it's like just the times we've become like desensitized to the needs of others and the needs of ourselves but how do we get how do we like do, can we get back to that like can we make self-love and and affection for others and care for others cool again like can we how do we <laughs> so, you know? I messaged that to Kurt earlier like how do we <laughs> those exact words like how do we normalize like being present showing communication good communication skills even if you're not interested in someone i'm not saying like you're not interested interested in someone and you're still showing up like you do, but like showing the respect of someone's time of like, hey, like, you know, like appreciate these characteristics. I don't really see this going somewhere. And that might hurt someone short term, but long term, I think both parties get what they want and no like limited time is wasted. Um, I think in New York City though, like there's a factor of population. I didn't realize how many people were here until maybe the pandemic where we are the largest populated city in the United States. And I think when you look at it like that, like grossly to like LA, like it's, it's kind of like no wonder why people want to like dip their foot in every little like piece. But is that sustainable? Like, and I think the one thing I'm always about is habits. So if we form habits of just like going around, going around, going around, like 
is this bringing ourselves closer to our higher selves or are we taking a step back ultimately and forming habits for when we get in a relationship, we don't know how to like turn it off. Like we wanna see what else is out there. When things get rough, you kind of want to like dip, you know? So yeah, I, I do think there's a few characteristics that go into it. I'm curious, Kurt, how do we get back to sustainable, um, I guess sustainable dating and acquiring self-love as an equalizer within that? I think we're doing too much. I think we're doing too much to disconnect. We're not doing, in all that we're doing, like, we have, we're just adding more distractions to our lives. I think a lot of us are. And in adding these distractions where we're connecting with people, we're actually, we're not really fully engaged. And so it's just mm -hmm. like, I realized that like, for me in my friendship spaces now, like I'm, I'm at a place where I'm realizing that like, I can have friends where I'm actively showing up for them. They're showing up for me in a space where we don't have to. And so like, you know, we're not confined by like a job space or a school space or, you know, whatever space where like, we kind of have to get along, but more so just like we're choosing to be intentional about staying connected and like being intentional. And I, I think, I think that's such a, that's such a rare place to get to because it's like right now we have all these apps where your merit goes higher the more followers you get, the more friends you have on these things. But with that quantity, how much, how many deep connections are we actually, are we actually like building and like quality, how quality over everything? And I feel like we're not actually building quality with all the, with all the, with all the quantity. I feel like we're just adding more quantity and like, um, and so I think to create sustainability, not just in dating, but just in connection period, is just to focus on connection, like focus on actual connection. Like where can I build, um, where can me and this person build on what we, you know, what we have in common or like what, you know, our, just our shared interests and our shared values and our shared uh, need for each other's presence. Like, I don't think we prioritize those things anymore. I think we probably just we look for engagement, but how far does this engagement go? We don't like, it's, it's everything except connection, like engagement, but not connection. It's like, I'll, you know, I'll tap in here, but I'm not really like here. And I feel like all these things we're disconnecting from other people and we're also disconnecting from ourselves. We're also disconnecting from who we want to be. And I feel like that's where we start. I feel like we, when we start to connect with ourselves, then we can realize that you know you're not going to have the space when when like a person who's like to me this is just me not no expert but you know a person to me who is just like cultivating a relationship with their higher self or like you know deepening their connection with self they're realizing that they don't have the bandwidth for shallow connection like they don't have the bandwidth for like um you know, just people that are just there along for the ride or just like, you know, just it's just all the, the you know, the, the weight. Because all of it is just extra weight if it's not real. If it's not like rooted in something like 
you know, if I need this person, if they need me, are we willing to show up for each other? Like, you know, like, do I trust this person with, and it doesn't have to be, you know, always a drastic thing, but it's just like, can we actually be connected? And I feel like once we're, co- we're connected with ourselves, we know we have a better sensibility of wanting, of knowing what we want and what we don't want. So it's not like, let me try everything and just see what works and what doesn't work. It's more so just like, no, nah, I know I'm going to the store to get this thing. I'm not trying every jacket on. I'm not trying every shirt on. I'm not trying every pair of sneaker on. I'm just, I'm getting this pair and I'm getting out because I know what I want. I, I'm, I'm like connected to my own desire. I'm connected to my intuition. I'm connected to who I'm drawn to. You know, I know. So I feel like connect, like once we cultivate that connection with ourselves, sit, really sit with ourselves and like find out who we are, um, know what we want, know who we want in our lives, know how we want to show up, what we, what we feel like we deserve. Um, I think that gives us a little better chance of sustainability because we don't, we don't get into too much of, you know, wasting time with just like, ah, let me try, but let me not like, you know, like all this like fickle energy that people give, like, you know, it's, 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 it's rooted in something deeper. So I feel like, you know, that when you have this relationship with yourself. Yeah, so I guess to piggyback off that, like the the article um, that we kind of I guess looked at today, um, there's a there's like a seven step prescription for self love in there, and one of the things that kind of jump out to me is uh, this bullet point. It says, "Act on what you need rather than what you want." It says, "You you you love yourself when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to." It feels that that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered and moving forward in your life instead. By by staying focused on what you need, you turn away from the automatic behavior patterns that get you into trouble, keep you stuck in the past and lessen self-love. Can you read the the just the seven? You don't have to read the just, just rattle get, them off. Yeah. Uh, become mindful. Practice good self-care, set boundaries, protect yourself, forgive yourself, and lastly, live intentionally. Major key alert. (laughs) It's wild because I feel like we're not really, some of us are not, I feel like a lot of us um, might not be able to hit even two of those bullet points. I think that's where the larger issue comes of just how society is as a whole and and moving, you know, without these kind of uh, these bullet points of self-love, you know, and that that just affects everybody, um, including ourselves. So. Like you just said, Kurt, like just moving, you know, with intention, if I if I were to just summarize everything. I think we're we're in this like, you know, social media age, this computer age where we're able to sample everything, we're able to to get things so quickly and we we're more likely to lose focus on the things that are crucial and it's they're super important but they're really easy to miss at the same time. Um again, like it's 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 become it's become an arrow of, you know, 
oversaturation or, you know, oversampling, right? You know, uh, Donja, you alluded to, you know, we're, we're all from New York. We all are aware of the uh, the overpopulatedness of, of, you know, just being here. And when we first started dating, or for me rather, um, I wanted to date different people. Like I wanted to, you know, talk to every girl that I could and talk to um, as many women as I could at like one time at one point. And it wasn't until getting deeper into that, that I realized that this is not, this can be harmful. This is not advantageous to even a long-term girl just getting, you know, getting the ring and getting the chip, so to speak. So I, I feel like a lot of times we're, we're not coming to that realization and we're stuck in that pattern because it, it seems fun and it seems cool. So I guess like what, what of those like points kind of like stuck out to you guys? Like if we, or you feel like, like what's the most crucial point here? I mean, they're all crucial, but like what to me, like I said, like living intentionally uh, stuck out to me or, or acting on what you need rather than what you want. I think what's interesting though, <clears throat> from hearing, hearing you read those points off, I, I realized that like growing up, I didn't have the language for any of this stuff. I didn't have the tool. I, like, I didn't know what the tools were. Like, I didn't know what it meant to set boundaries. Like, to me, that kind of sounded like, that didn't sound like a good thing to me, probably. And like, you know, like, I didn't know what it would mean to live intentionally or to live mindfully, you know, like, pra or practice good self-care. And I feel like we, again, like, kind of like I said earlier, like, just like, even not even thinking that stuff could apply to me, um, so I think right now is a great time where like, uh, we can kind of realize that like all this stuff is accessible to us. Cause none of this costs has to cost money. Like none of this has to be bought, you know, like all this stuff we can do is free if, if we really kind of like intentionally realize that we want to do it and bring it into awareness. And so like, um, I think I'm kind of grateful that with, you know, accessibility can kind of work in interesting ways. But I feel like one thing that, that I'm glad that is accessible um, in particular is that we now are like kind of the wall of like, because I feel like sometimes you only hear about this stuff maybe in like deep psychology sessions or something like that. And I feel like kind of that wall is kind of down and we kind of, have more tools and are more aware of what these tools are to like actually practice self-love and like to know what it is to set boundaries and like how like there's even people on instagram you can follow that set that set their whole their whole pages like to dedicated to these things like telling you like how to do these things and just like based on their own studies and stuff so i appreciate you know people who make that accessible and like just even knowing that we have the tools to do that is is cool to me um a quick question i guess well not really quick but more so just like it's a little aside but it's related to the same thing i guess i'm thinking about like you know all three of us here are, are black as well i guess like how do you how do you value self-love uh as a black person like as a black man like 
how do you value that in a system where white supremacy is promoted and is kind of the norm? Like, how do you, how do we kind of like even think to cultivate a self-love practice in the midst of all that? Yeah, I, I think living in a world that isn't designed for you to win and everything that you do to attain the things that or the life that you want. I think therapy is a, a great resource um, and a space that I've tapped into that has helped mentally. Um, just, I mean, as a black person, but also just as a human being, like on human development scale. Um, but just having, facilitating spaces where I can express myself and be heard and seen not just like, oh yeah, dang, just like someone holding space, whether that is family or therapy mm -hmm. or a friend to help like sort and process that stuff out. It's it's necessary um, more than ever. I, I feel like therapy should be free for black people um, because the way we're playing in this league called life, it's it's different. You know, we're for every score we score, it's like half a point, if it's that. Like Toon Squad and Monsters or something. You know? it's... Yeah, <laughs> the ref, the refs are all like, you know, for the opposing team, and it's complicated. Yeah, we still win. We still find ways to get creative. We still yeah. do our thing. But when we look at the impact it takes to be great you need some self-love some self some self-care and in healthy ways you know not drugs or alcohol yeah i don't i don't first of all kurt that i think it's a very complex question and i think what i want to really touch on is how just as a black person like self-love is not the norm and we have to kind of like come into it. And what I mean is, you know, you, you might look at other races or uh, other groups of people and, you know, there might be some, there might be some pride there. There might be some, you know, uh, uh, some privilege there. There might be some, you know, things that, that we don't have. And when you don't have like the bare minimum, it's hard to focus on something that, is not going to get you money or not going to get you, you know, status. And you aren't focusing on your, your mental health. You aren't focusing on your, your physical well-being as well sometimes um, just because you're just trying to survive. So it, you, I, I, for me, like I had to, like I said, I had to learn it, I had to dedicate a year to it. So it, you know, it's not something that's like a, uh, a reflex, unfortunately. So I, I don't, I, I just feel like we have to like teach ourselves because we don't, we don't, we aren't born into a society where we're afforded to, you know, to have self-care, to self, have self-love. Yeah. The, I think the black experience is really based on strength and endurance in many ways. Um, but I do think, possibly for some folks, if it doesn't look like 
any of the steps that you shared. It could be in smaller ways. It could just be meditating in the morning, um, taking some a few minutes of that, taking off the time you go on social media just to meditate or go for a walk. You know, those the smaller ways I think help lean into the the bigger scale for sustainability. Yeah, or you just, you know, cop some J's, you know, get far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever brings you that fulfillment, you know, I guess, yeah, it, it could be, it could be that you cop yourself a new pair of underwear, like outfit, underwear. whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, like that could just be for you, you know, that that's taking care of yourself. Um, yeah, Kurt, any additional thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, th I think, uh, realizing that self-love as a black person is revolutionary. It's a form of protest. Um, because everything is set up for us to, us to want us to like hate ourselves and kind of submit to something else and submit to a way of life that we didn't even choose. We we don't even get to choose for ourselves. Um, so I think cultivating our own kind of practices, our own, our own carving out our own spaces for ourselves is really revolutionary in the face of how dominant and detailed white supremacy is. Like it's everywhere. You can't escape it. It's like in the air almost. So it's like to be black alone and just to be black is a form of protest. And to actually love being black is revolutionary. So yes, you are part of the revolution if you are just sitting at home loving on yourself. Yeah, I think that covers mostly everything. Um, love yourself. To love yourself, you gotta know yourself, know your needs and do the things that you need yeah for you for you for you show up for you that's how i'm gonna close it off any closing words from you two gents i just want to quote uh gunner he tweeted a, a self-love related message he says i'm about to start a mind body and soul cleansing no drugs no sex no media i'm trying to hear that in his voice the way you said it was great <laughs> wow. That was great. That was, a, that was different. That's gonna. Yeah. I, I, self love is the best love. I think that's really all I got. Like, love yourself, love others, but don't forget yourself. You were breaking up on my end. Can you just do that one uh, more time? Yeah, no, no problem. Self-love is the best love. Love yourself, love others, but don't forget to love yourself. Love that bit. You can follow us at a relationship dot insurance spelled regularly. Nothing too cool. And we'll catch you on the next episode. And on the explore page. <laughs> Maybe Jesus talk. <laughs> <laughs>